Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, today I want to tell you about a big surprise that I received in May of 2021. Now, not all surprises are happy, and this is not a happy surprise, but you know, things kind of work out. It was actually a cancer diagnosis that was my surprise. And to add to my shock, the oncologist uh, that I was referred to gave me the protocol to watch and wait. Now, if you've ever been told to watch and wait for any medical condition, no matter how small, no matter how big, this is information you're going to want. Now, at the time this happened, I was 62 years old. I felt great. I took zero medication. And uh, my good friend, who is an immunologist, was opening a new lab. And she wanted me to be her test case because I felt so good. You know, I had, at that point, I'd been very proactive about my health for a little over 10 years, not my whole life. I didn't really start thinking too much about it until I turned 50. I mean, before 50, I sort of thought I was bulletproof. I mean, maybe you all have felt that way too. But she was launching this new lab and I was all excited. I mean, I jumped to the case. I thought, oh, I'm going to find out that my immune system is 30. You know, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Uh, this was a new flow cytometry blood test and it would check on your immune system. But to my shock, I found out that I had very early chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And by the way, it's really not um, wonderful to know, but uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia is really an old person's disease. It's also called CLL. Now in CLL, the cancer cells are the monoclonal B cells. And at that point, mine measured out at 2%. Now, my white blood cell count was normal. My other markers, my platelets, all of those things were mostly in the optimal range. The one thing that was a little out of whack was my blood sugar. And I think I talked about that last week. And this was a very early diagnosis. And for that, I thank God and I thank uh, Dr. Darter because this was an incredible new test that allowed me to get some good information early. So consequently, I was referred to an oncologist uh, who has an excellent reputation. He does a great job and he looked at my test. He saw that my blood markers were in good shape and he sent a letter saying, I really don't want to see her until she's sick. Basically, we'll watch and wait. Now, I thought that I got the diagnosis of watch and wait as 
or the protocol, I should say, to watch and wait, simply because my diagnosis was so early. But what I've learned since then is that's the standard of care for CLL. And it's also the standard of care in many, many other areas of medicine. And I'm not talking about just, you know, something like a cancer diagnosis. It's when you think about it, it's also sort of the the standard of care for early uh high blood sugar for, you know, pre-diabetes. A lot of times, so many patients have told me, oh, my doctor said my blood sugar's a little high, but we'll just watch and wait until it gets higher and then I'll get on metformin. Or I've often been told, oh, my blood pressure is just a little high, but I don't need medicine yet. I mean, on and on, think of all the circumstances that you've seen where it's like, oh, this number's a little bit off, but we'll just watch it. In dentistry, we do this too much. I mean, I've been guilty uh, before I understand the implications of bleeding gums to look at somebody's mouth and say, oh, your gums are bleeding just a little bit. No problem. I'm not that way anymore. But you may have heard even with a cavity or something, it's like, oh, it's just little. We'll just, you know, we'll just watch it. You know, that's all too common in the medical world. I love a quote that uh, John Maxwell has that really sums this up nicely. And he says, everyone chooses how to approach life. If you're proactive, you focus on preparing. If you're reactive, you focus on repairing. I mean, isn't that great? We want to be proactive. We want to get ahead of things. And so watch and wait is just really not acceptable to me anymore. And I bet to most of you all listening, it's not acceptable to you either. You don't want a bigger problem. When when you take the attitude of watch and wait, it's really watch, wait, and worry. And then you're going to have fewer options down the road. So, you know, thank you, John, for that quote. Everyone chooses how to approach life. If you're proactive, you focus on preparing. If you're reactive, you focus on repairing. We want to be proactive. So when I think about, um, you know, the standard protocol of watch and wait and worry, my, my mind just sort of goes to termites. I don't know, wherever you're listening from, uh, you probably have termites. Now, termites are those nasty little bugs that are related to cockroaches. You know, they're sort of, to me, in the same category of questions that I want to ask God uh, you know, along with mosquitoes, you know, you know, why did you create mosquitoes? Why did you create termites? I mean, those are some of the, you know, the big mysteries in the world, I think. Now, these, there are all kinds of termite species uh, spanning the entire globe. And although they're mostly in warmer tropical climates, they have adapted to cooler temperatures. You know, they're just highly successful as insects. I mean, they're very creative little uh, bugs. They they have lots and lots of different habits that help them survive. They can mimic bees. They can mimic ants. They can mimic wasps. And, but the bottom line is they start small, they invade, and they destroy structures and have done so for countless centuries. They can live in the soil, and there they forage for wood. If you, you know, want to see some interesting things, just just look up um, these these termite mounds. I mean, they're giant in Africa. They're giant in like Australia and South America. These little termites cause billions of dollars of damage every year, and they cause a heck of a lot of misery. And, you know, it's like, would you watch and wait when it comes to termites? I mean, you know, you find out you have 
early uh, high blood sugar. Oh, watch and wait. Oh, you have early uh, blood, high blood pressure. You have early CLL. Oh, just watch and wait. Now, what if you heard that when you, it's like, oh, you have just a few termites in your house. You just need to watch and wait. Oh, your walls are still good. You know, we don't need to rebuild build your walls yet. We'll just watch and wait. I mean, you get the the message. You can really imagine what I'm talking about. It, it doesn't really make any sense. Now, uh, in support of the excellent oncologist, he really didn't have options. I mean, he didn't know options. He may know options, or maybe he doesn't have time to talk about options. But that's what we're all about here on Vitality Made Simple. I am here to 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 help you know that you have lots and lots of options. Uh, this information was, is really important uh, to me, and I want to help you with it. It's super important. You know, there are often just no tools in conventional medicine, including oncology, uh, to deal with the early diagnosis, but we know what to do. And when I got my diagnosis, Oh, I got to work doing all kinds of things, and it made a huge difference. It dropped my numbers. At this point, my uh, monoclonal B cells are half of what they were at my original diagnosis uh, about 15 months ago. You know, God had prepared me for this uh, in before it even happened, and I hope that it, this information will help you too. So, you know, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Uh, being proactive is always better than reactive. If, if your check engine light comes on in your car, you have a lot of choices. I mean, you can you can disconnect it. Uh, you can put some duct tape over it, or you can say, okay, what's wrong with my car? I want to figure out what this is. I mean, in relationships, you know, being proactive always matters. You hear, um, I used to hear absence, you know, makes the heart grow fonder. Well, I, I never really thought that was true. Absence sort of, you know, makes the heart forget. So, you know, we don't, we, we don't want to do that. We want to be uh, proactive in all areas of our, of our life. You know, based on what I saw with my patient family, I really just changed my mind and that caused me to do such a deep dive into more education, into research, because I learned that a little bit of bleeding was a big deal for the entire body, a big deal for brain health, a big deal for blood sugar, a big deal for, you know, head to toe vitality in every way, a head, a big deal for a lot of different kinds of cancer and especially for gut problems. So if you have a little bit of bleeding in your gums, it might not be uh, a problem for your teeth immediately, but that chronic inflammation is impacting your whole systemic health. Now, if you watch and wait in that circumstance, while your body is suffering with more chronic inflammation, your teeth are getting looser, your gums are um you know, sick and inflamed, and you might need gum surgery, you might need teeth out, you might need more implants. I mean, why in the world are we watching and waiting? You know, the the mouth is connected to the body. So that's an area of watch and wait that's just very near and dear to my heart um, because I've been a dentist for so long. You know, think about blood pressure. You know, what are you watching and waiting for? Are you waiting for a heart attack? I mean, that's not the only thing that can happen with high blood pressure, you know, with high blood sugar. I mean, this is such a big, big area of watch and wait. So many people tell me that my blood sugar is a little high, but we're just going to watch it. And, um, you know, I guess we're going to watch it till it gets worse. We're going to watch it till it gets to prediabetes and 
the meantime, this 30,000 miles of blood vessels, you know, the teeny tiny ones that go to your eyes, the teeny tiny ones that go to all other parts of your body are getting inflamed and all kinds of problems are starting. So we don't want to watch and wait until we have very few options and a lot of damage. I mean, I see this with memory. You know, once somebody starts having serious memory problems, you know, if we watch and wait there, it's really too late. So we don't want to do that. I think it's just too normal in our world to be reactive rather than proactive. You know, it just, it feels good to feel good. So we want to be proactive. We want to do little things that we can to enhance vitality. We we want to be brimming with vitality because this, you know, this reactive thinking is normal in our world. We have to resist normal. I mean, it's normal is just the usual, the regular pattern. And think about it. I bet all of you out there can think of somewhere where you've heard, oh, we'll just watch it. You know, whether it's the weeds in your garden or whether it's your blood sugar. You know, normal is what is typical in the world at the time. It's what we are familiar with, and it's usually not good. Consider other areas of normal in our world. You know, normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. We don't want to be normal. So I want to give you uh, four basic areas to think about today in terms of dealing with any area where you're tempted to watch and wait. Now think of your health as this big canvas. Like I love art. So I, I love all kinds of art I love to paint. And so a big canvas is, to me, a wonderful analogy because it's your canvas. It's your vitality canvas. And you're the boss of you and you get to choose what that canvas looks like. So you have four sides of this canvas and, you know, that that sort of uh, creates the frame. You have to have these four sides before you do anything else to uh, to decorate your canvas. So in my education and my somewhat opinion, uh, there are absolute essentials, non-negotiables, areas that are essential to form the frame around your vitality canvas and um, in order to create the basis of your health. So number one, you have to be optimally hydrated. I talk about water a lot. This is non-negotiable. It, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're talking about blood sugar, blood pressure, brain fog, you know, low energy, uh, cancer, or just being like in a good mood. When you're optimally hydrated, when you're drinking enough pure water, you're going to feel so much better. And that's essential for all organs of your body to work well. And it's just essential to keep everything uh, running right. So that's an area where a lot of people forget how important it is. I've done several podcasts on that. You want to aim for drinking about half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, then you want to think about, you know, drinking about 75 ounces of pure water. There are lots of things that are dehydrating dehydrating you potentially, and that's, you know, sodas and coffee and tea and even a lot of energy drinks. So you want to 
um, drink water. And you can do an easy uh, pinch test, kind of a little skin test um, to see how hydrated you are. There's lots of information on that on other podcasts. And number two, you have to keep moving. You have to move as much as possible. This is another non-negotiable. You know, you might have an injury, you might have a disability, but you have to find ways to be creative, to keep your muscles as strong as possible, and to stay as flexible as possible, and to be as aerobically fit as you can. It has to be proactive done. It has to be intentional. It can't be reactive because that will be some kind of injury. So you're going to stay hydrated. You're going to keep moving. And then number three, you have to eat some real food fiber because you have to be pooping every day. Oh yes, every day. Um, I love to talk about poop, as you know, and, and real food fiber is the place to start, whether you have constipation or or diarrhea. You want real food. For women, you want to eat about 30 grams, uh, at least, of real food fiber daily. And for men, it needs to be a- around 40, 40 grams. Now, this is this can vary, but it's a really good starting point. You're going to feel so much better. It um, you know, eating, eating plenty of daily fiber just really helps you get to the bottom of many of your health problems. Um, pun intended. So if you need a a little guide to help you, you can go to my website, drdebbieosmond.com and go to the free resources and you're going to find a fiber sheet. It tells just um, like 40 basic foods and how much fiber is there. I mean, that that little sheet has helped so many people and I hope it can help you too. It's totally, totally free. So we have um, staying hydrated, moving as much as possible, eating real food and pooping every day. And then number four, I believe to have optimal vitality that you need to incorporate biblical truth into your life. I mean, you this is a tough world we live in and things are changing fast. So I, I we need the unchanging truth of the Bible. It's really simple. You need a personal relationship with Jesus. And you can you can find out how to do that in Romans 10, 9, which says, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead and you will be saved. It's that easy. It's that uncomplicated. You don't need to clean yourself up first. You don't need to meet some um, guidelines of a church. You don't have to be baptized first. You just need to accept Jesus. And if you're one of those people like so many of us who have been sort of burned by, you know, Christians or people in the church, um, try to let that go and just go read your Bible. I think that's that's super important. That was important for me. And just let God's Spirit speak to you. So I hope those four basic areas of your your canvas can get you started and get you out of the the watch and wait mode. You know you you can refuse to watch and wait. You don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that watch and wait is not a very good idea. You know, if you find termites in your house, get rid of them. And if you hear watch and wait, start thinking of these basics. And then there's lots and lots of other things to do. But so often people start doing the tough stuff first or the expensive stuff first. And it doesn't need to be that way because being healthy does not need to be confusing, expensive, 
or no fun. So thank you for joining me for episode 69 of Vitality Made Simple. Together, we're taking the stress out of being healthy. And I thank you so much for subscribing and sharing. Uh, We really took a jump this week. We're now in 670 cities. Oh my goodness. Um, In 58 countries. And that's thanks to you because I'm totally a social media loser. So please keep sharing and subscribing. And if you have things you want me to talk about, just um, send me a an email on my website. That would just be great. Thanks for listening. Blessings. Until next time. <laughs>